0: This is the Midweek Podcast, uh, ready to go, happy, excited. It's College World Series time, and we're down, Charlie, pretty confidently can say to a final four now, uh, recording this uh, on Tuesday evening in the ninth inning, of uh, which is another blowout here um, in Omaha. And it's a great time right now for some college baseball talk here on the Midweek Podcast, alongside, as always, the wonderful, enthusiastic, energetic, hyped-up, fired-up Charlie Bornoff. Charlie, uh, looking forward to this show uh, breaking down of what's going on in uh, the beautiful city of Omaha.
1: Thank you, William. Yes, I would agree we are. In the midst of another blowout, Arkansas is currently beating Auburn 11-1. to 1. Auburn's got one out, runner on first. Up, pull on, and Auburn out of the tournament. Sorry. No, that so was it. That was great live was
0: broadcasting. Obviously, uh, we, we made a plan to do these podcasts or do this episode uh, after the games concluded tonight um and, and we probably could have done this uh you know back in the fourth inning uh but arkansas really jumped on it hard 16 hits <laughs> and 11 runs they win 11-1 uh, knockout auburn and earlier today another elimination game texas a m just unbelievable performance nathan detmer rising to the occasion uh, they knock out Notre Dame. So now it's down to Ole Miss, a team you were extremely high on, Charlie. Oh, they've yeah. impressed. Uh, Boomer Sooner, they've continued to stay hot in the postseason. Both of those teams with zero losses. And then you have Arkansas and a 4 teams left. But Arkansas and A&M will have to win twice to get to that best of three. A championship series and of course as always Charlie we've got our winners losers weekend rotation and then a little bit of predictions on this episode of what is to come uh, but our first winner Charlie it's going to go to an entire athletic conference uh, no surprise here
1: yeah not at all um, it's the SEC they just it's different down there football base baseball honest you could argue that they're more dominant in baseball because you can argue the big 12 the big 10 excuse me is pretty good football but we're not a football podcast we're a baseball podcast and so if i'm not mistaken this is the 13th year in a row that the sec has guaranteed at least one team in the college world series like final which is just preposterous to think about and it's not it's the more impressive thing to me too is i like, guess you have your classic teams like a vanderbilt is obviously contributing to that but it's not like it's a one team like it is the football where it's kind of like bama or georgia's carrying a flag it's like there are several teams throughout the whole sec that carry that flag of bringing the, bringing a team from that conference to the chip the every year.
0: The tradition for sec baseball is unlike, I would think any other sport in any other league across the NCAA. And when you even juxtapose it next to football, just to compare, I feel like, yeah, football wishes. They, uh, <laughs> were baseball 13, uh, straight years. That is, that's impressive. And I think that just throughout the league, you see uh, proof in the pudding when a team who wins the national title doesn't even make the conference tournament, uh, the following year. I think that, I mean, for, from Arkansas to Ole Miss, to the way these teams have played, they're, they're relentless. They're balanced. They're so balanced. It feels like any team in the sec, uh, could win it. It's not like they've got one team that's just pounding their chest for the whole conference. I mean, uh, they're playing in national titles year after year, after year, they've won seven of the past 12 championships. Charlie and so, I mean, this tradition of SEC baseball, it continues to be stronger and stronger and stronger. And the emergence of a and just, just so surprising how, how they've been able to do this. And like you said, um, it's, it's been a long time that they've had a team playing in this college World Series final. And I mean, you got nearly all the teams in the SEC uh, were represented. And we don't even talk about the team that was the best team in the SEC. They didn't even make it uh, to the college world series yep. in Tennessee. So just obviously unbelievable, but also I think it kind of shows you that the SEC prepares you uh, for Omaha. It prepares you for the postseason um, and these settings because it, it, it's tough. It's hard. And, I mean, everybody wants to go play in this conference. Top players in the country go here year in and year out for a reason. The atmospheres are, are unlike any other as well. So uh, that, that that is a big-time winner, and uh, it's been a mainstay in the winners for over a decade yeah. in terms of College World Series success.
1: Yeah, and, like, even the, the lone team that's not in the SEC is going to be in the SEC with Oklahoma, which also it's going to be uh, most likely – we're going to get Oklahoma versus Ole Miss in the final, right? Obviously, anything can happen. You never know what happens. Like, two losses, a team can get hot. But if you, like, imagine, like, maybe not that long ago when the bracket came out, not only are people pissed about Ole Miss being in, but, like, I think 90% of the brackets, if not more, didn't have either of these teams, probably even the College World Series.
0: Exactly.
1: And now they're going to face off probably in the final, man. It's crazy.
0: I mean, it's going to be big time. And I think that you're you're going to see the way these teams play. I think it, it's been really impressive. And I mean, there's just so much talent all around the board in college baseball, especially this season, obviously with, with teams being a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And there have been just some unbelievable stories uh, within all of it. And uh, the, one of them is our second winner, and that that's Ole Miss. Um, they've oh, yeah. showed some championship pedigree, um, pedigree uh, lately <laughs> This during the College World Series. They've been really impressive.
1: Yeah, Ole Miss has, if I'm doing my math right, right now, 6-12. Ole Miss has obviously not dropped a game yet this whole series, they've only given up 17 runs total throughout all those games, and that's through. Ooh, excuse me, seven games. That's a hell of a performance. Hunter Elliott's been electric still. Tim Elko was incredible the other day. Like, the bats are cooking. Kevin Graham looked good. Like, everybody, Dylan DeLuzio, we'll talk about later. Like, Ole Miss kind of looks like a team of destiny right now.
0: They do. They have swagger. And it feels like they they picked the right time to play, like, a team that was previously number one in the nation. And yeah, they, yes, you're right. I mean, Hunter Elliott, the thing with him is, like, it's so hard to be nasty, and it's even harder to be nasty um, as a freshman left hander. Yeah. In the postseason, he's just been so dominant. He's only allowed two earned runs in 18 and two thirds innings in the postseason. That's good for a 0.96 ERA. So he's performing really well. And I feel like he's a guy who's really emerged for them. Obviously, the Kevin Grahams, the, the Hayden Dunhursts, and uh, the Tim Elkos. I mean, 23 bombs says a lot about a player. So the freshman yeah. arms, though, are really the people that have stepped up. And uh, they've outscored their opponents in this whole postseason, just to go off what you mentioned, 64 to 15. Pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. That's, uh, that's the name of the game. Scoring more runs than your opponent. Ole Miss is doing it at an incredible clip right now.
0: They are, and they're not giving up many runs. Like we talked about, Elliot, Dylan, DeLucia, they've only combined to give up seven earned runs in 38 postseason innings. So they've turned it on at the right time. Just like another team, our third winner is uh, two players from Arkansas who have really risen above everybody else. Chris Lanzilli, uh, he started off with a bang, and he continued to rake, and then Peyton Stovall, I mean, everybody knew coming in that he was going to be somebody that was electric, and he has been for the Razorbacks. Um, he already has just put together an impressive College World Series, five hits in a game here on Tuesday night, and uh, he, he's raked nine hits in total in the College World Series. Now he's been really, really, really good.
1: Yeah, he both of them have been fantastic, and that's kind of what, People, love the, un, people do love the underdog of the, the guy that comes off the bench in the bottom of the ninth, you know, hits it to win it all. Like a David X time for the Cardinals back in 06, that kind of deal. But in all reality, the way most teams, any sport wins the championship, is you need your best players to show up and play. And that's exactly what two of Arkansas's best players and Stovall and Lee have been doing all postseason. Like the, the best players have to be the best versions of themselves possible if you want to get a chip and they're doing it as they are.
0: Definitely. I mean, he was a top-ranked shortstop, offered millions out of high school, went to Arkansas instead, and it has to feel good for him uh, to be able to go to Arkansas and, and just perform at such a high level. I mean, top prospect-type guy, going five for six uh, today, and now Arkansas-Ole Miss rematch. I mean, that's going to be fun. Uh, that's going to be big time. And that is uh, our third winner. The other honorable mention I want to put in is just Charlie. I know you mentioned uh, that you were picking Ole Miss to win it all. They're they're still in a position to do that, and I'm sure that you're probably still riding with that. Uh, oh yeah, confident prediction you had before the College World Series commenced.
1: Oh, 100. I'm not going to change now. Especially they're cooking, man. They're cooking. I, Oklahoma's also cooking. Like all, obviously, all four of these teams are doing something right after here. Um, but it's just. It is hard for i it's hard for me to see AM or Arkansas getting out of this. I'd be impressed if they do. So like I'm feeling confident about the old miss pick. I really am. I'm really liking it.
0: Exactly. I think that you're you're pretty solid, man. I, I give it to you from last team in to potentially last team standing. That would be a hell of a story. and They're playing oh, yeah. well at the right time. Losers now. Um, one loser and one example today. Uh, haven't had many close games, Charlie. We have we not. And uh, that's the first loser. The competitiveness has been a little bit absent. We've seen a ton of blowouts. Uh, Arkansas clobbering Auburn tonight. Just one example of that. Um, many lopsided affairs um, in the College World Series. A little bit surprising, but it happened with Ole Miss beating Arkansas 13-5 to on Monday. Uh, you saw a ton of blowouts as well. AM ripping apart Texas oh, yeah. on Father's Day. That was pretty crazy. And then Arkansas kicking the teeth in on Stanford, 17 to 2. I mean, there's just been a lot of lopsided affairs, some games where you've seen a ton of runs. Um, so that goes down as the first loser, at yeah. least from the CWS standpoint.
1: Yeah, and I have some good numbers from that. So uh, I saw us on Twitter today from. Um, Brian Hennessy on Twitter. If you want to follow him, it's at, it's at Brian underscore Clemson AC. Um, so he says College World Series games decided by three runs or less. And then assuming Arkansas wins by four plus tonight, which they did. So 2011, eight of 14 were decided by three runs or less. 2012, eight of 15. Thir- 2013, 10 of 14. 2014, 14 out of 16 were. Let's talk about a good postseason right there. 2015, nine of 16. 2016, 13 of 17, 2017, 10 of 16, 2018, 9 out of 16, 2019, 13 out of 15, 2021, 20, 8 out of 16, 2022, 20, 0 out of 10 so far.
0: So 0 out of 10.
1: A lot of lopsided scores there.
0: It uh, shows not many close games at all. And uh, that, that's it. Quite literally, 0. <laughs> quite literally. And uh, I wonder if that will change. My guess is it probably will when we get to the championship series. Um, but time will tell on that one. Second loser, uh, you're going with Notre Dame. We're going with Notre Dame. And uh, that, that is a team that uh, fell short of uh, their ultimate goal. Although having that uh, real great step forward for their program to get oh, yeah. to Omaha, um after losing to the eventual national champion last year and beating Tennessee this year um not having enough success uh to to live on in Omaha
1: yeah for sure and it's like anybody any team they put in the loser's bracket here it's kind of like a very soft loss because you've obviously had a great season if you made it to the college world series and you got to play in Omaha like that's definitely a season you should look back on and be like damn we were a damn good squad even if you don't win it and they you were the team that was supposed to win. It's like, you still had a good season in my book. So these are very soft losses. Somebody had to be on it. So Notre Dame's the pick.
0: Exactly. And another one in that same regard, Auburn as well, yeah. uh, getting bounced tonight, just putting up one run. Uh, yeah. Been a team that's been so fun to watch this year. One of the most electrifying players in the, in and the country. And most surprising teams. Uh, Des- Deshera was just been unbelievable and uh, they've had some really fun things, but uh, their season comes to a conclusion. Um, I'm in the same light as, as a Stanford team, in the same light as a Texas team. Uh, obviously, when, when your season comes to a conclusion, uh, sad for the players, the fans, um, to reflect, but being able to get this far and knowing that there's only one team that be, is able to stand at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think the real true loss overall is the – well, first of all, I'm going to start with this. Auburn, I think, has been one of the biggest surprises of the year. People always mention they were picked to finish, I think, second to last in the SEC across a lot of places. Like, I, I certainly do not think they'd be in Omaha. If you asked me at the beginning of the year, I would have been like, that's quite the stretch there, pal. I don't know about that one. But, like, the real – that is impressive on its own. But the real loss is we don't get to see, everybody's favorite fat boy in Sonny sunny, DeShera. D- Playing anymore, congrats to him on his season's his teammates, um, the, St- the Samford transfer. The dude put on an absolute laser show all year, and he's going to be collecting a lot of hardware after this is all done.
0: He will be. A lot of honors uh, come in his direction for sure. And, uh, I mean, he's just been so good, but they uh, they fall short and uh, get eliminated in uh, this fashion. Um, one of their best seasons in school history uh, coming to a close For the weekend rotation, we've got number one, Peyton Graham. He's been one of the best players in the Big 12 all year long, and he did something that hasn't been done since 1984 when arguably the greatest hitter ever to walk planet Earth, Barry Bonds, did this same feat, having four hits and two steals in a College World Series game. Well, Peyton Graham did that uh, during this College World Series as well. That lands him a spot the weekend rotation impressive game but he he's just been so good all year
1: yeah Peyton Graham like he's been one of the best guys will you or someone who's really high on him even last year in the cape because you got to see him every day and like hats off to you man I know you think you've had a rough season on some things but you've been balled out the Peyton Graham take it's looked really good he's proving you right right now and like I I think it's fair to say he's probably he might Peyton Graham is probably playing himself into that really late first round rumor. Like I think most people have him in the comp round, but uh, maybe he sneaks in in that uh, like 25 to the 25 on range.
0: I think a team should take a shot on him early just because he has so much potential. So, such so quick. And he also can fill out. um, He's not the biggest guy, but he has pop and he has speed and he has a lot of uh, intangibles, like just feel for the game. And I think that, uh, he is definitely a top prospect. And another guy, uh, we talked about Hunter Elliott, but how about Dylan DeLucia and what he's done for Ole Miss as well?
1: Yeah, he was, he's been fantastic ever since they moved him into the starting rotation after coming out of the bullpen. I mean, he went seven and two thirds, four hits, one run, 10 Ks, no walks. So that's, that's what you need from a postseason ace. And he's given it to you. Hunter Elliott, like, if you, if you didn't know it, if people that you know about, you think Hunter Elliott's stays on that staff, and no, but still in the illusion. He's just keep, he keeps proving it, man, the man has no quitting. That dude also has a rubber arm that I wish we had. I think you and I both agree on that. But he's been absolutely phenomenal. He's kind of been the, um, he's like he's old misses postseason in a nutshell. Him and Hunter Elliott, it's gonna and be Tim tough. <laughs> it's
0: gonna be tough to beat both of them. Yeah, um, in a best of three and that they've been really impressive. But another nice one-two punch is forming at Arkansas. Obviously, McIntyre tonight, seven innings. He was so dominant. And then Connor Nolan, seven and two-thirds and two earned as well during the College World Series. Two of Arkansas's arms have really impressed. They land on the Sunday spot for our weekend rotation.
1: Yeah. um, Connor Nolan, I've said this a thousand times, like, He's not the sexiest pitcher to watch. Like, he's not going to blow you by with a 98 mile apart of fastball. He has good pitches, but they're not like going to make you shit a brick. But the dude just know he's a professional thrower. He knows what he needs to do on the mound. He knows how to outthink and outwork guys in the batter's box when he's out there. Um, he executes. He executes and he executes. And he just, he's, he's just crisp and he's clean and he's refined. And that's what you really want in an ace. And even though he may not be a first round kind, kind of guy, like, I think everybody in the country would want a Connor Nolan on their team on that weekend rotation.
0: I want him for sure, and uh, that's why he lands on ours. So we've got our winners, losers, weekend rotation, kind of uh, motoring through this podcast oh, yeah. here this evening. But now we move on to our predictions, and you've already kind of uncovered what you think is going to happen. Uh, yeah. We're likely looking at an Oklahoma Ole Miss uh, college World Series final but Arkansas would have to beat Ole Miss twice. A M and would have to beat Oklahoma twice. And uh, obviously the the concern with AM and and Arkansas is, is the amount of pitching uh, that they would have left to be able to yeah. beat a team twice. Um, I'm in that regard going to have to have guys come back and have unbelievable performances like Nathan Detmer did today. Um, but overall, uh, you're rocking with the Rebels, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I am. Old Miss will continue to be my pick, assuming it is. Oklahoma. It doesn't matter who they're playing. I'm picking them to win it all. Still, I'm not going to change that. Uh, I do also, like I said earlier in the pod, I think it'll be Oklahoma versus Ole Miss in this final. Um, but we'll have a question for you. If you had to choose, what do you think? Uh, who you thinks more likely to upset one of these two teams?
0: I would probably say Arkansas, but I've doubted. I mean, it's hard to doubt Old Miss. I mean, it's hard to doubt AM yeah. just because the way they've played and they've had their back against the wall and, and rattled off victory yep. after victory. And uh, that's just what they've done down the stretch in SEC play. They're just a really good team. I'm concerned about how much pitching uh, A&M has left, though. Uh, Detmer likely, obviously, down um, unless they get to face Ole Miss, uh, more potentially um, Arkansas. But I think that with Dallas and Detmer potentially not being able to go. They do have that Jim Schlossnagel experience, uh, but Arkansas has that Dave Van Horn um, experience. I I think it's going to be Oklahoma and Ole Miss as well. Um, and I probably would rock with Ole Miss uh, just the way that those two arms are thrown to Lucia and Elliott. It's going to be really hard, uh, but don't, don't don't worry. I think it's going to be a close game because I think Jake Bennett can keep it close for, for the Sooners. If we should see a best of three between those two teams as well. Um, Peyton Graham and the boys against Ole Miss and the boys and Tim Elko, we would be pretty storied to see if this Ole Miss oh, yeah. team could win it all. They, they do have that swagger right now. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and pick them to rock with you. I hope uh, we could be uh, congruent Welcome, and aligned um, on yeah. these picks together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're saying you think if you had to choose, A and M would be the more likely to upset uh, upset in the sense that they actually win the two out of those out of Arkansas A and because neither would... are great options. Like I do agree that it's like it'd be fairly surprising if Oklahoma or Ole Miss more so Ole Miss for me, but Oklahoma as well is in that category of them blowing. Cause I don't think they, I don't don't think I don't see them doing, I think you made a good point with the arms that both the teams who are playing down have to offer.
0: I would. Yes, I would. I would actually probably say Arkansas. Yeah. Um,
1: I feel that. It's just, that one's weird for me because it's like of A&M and Arkansas in a weird way Like I think Arkansas is playing better than A&M, not that either playing poorly. But Arkansas is also playing the better of the two two and teams in my opinion too so it's a it's a weird one for me so I think I'd go am even though I think Arkansas like yeah I'll go, I'm going A&M. I'm just gonna go am right
0: so that uh that that's interesting because you've got tomorrow and then you've got Thursday yeah um but for for you guys listening to this on Wednesday so you've got today tomorrow. And then uh, you've got that college world series final uh, coming up over the weekend with the best of three series. And ultimately a national champion uh, will be crowned um, either Sunday or Monday if necessary for that game three. Uh, But it's, it's been a wild season. I I didn't obviously expect us to be talking about a Ole miss Oklahoma final. I really didn't. um, I, I thought Oklahoma was a good team. Ole Miss was a good team, yeah. But I think that the 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 common theme that we see is a team getting hot uh, down the stretch. That's what you need in baseball: have a hot bullpen, have a hot starting rotation, and give your team that confidence to be able to uh, play well in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And time and time again, it, it's it's these heroes that come through. Uh, yeah. That maybe didn't have the best regular seasons, but wash all that away and come up for their team in clutch moments. Pitch the ball well, play good defense, and and just have everything come together. And that that's a big a tribute to uh, the coaching staff and the team uh, to be able to play your best baseball at the end of the year. Because ultimately, that's the goal for every team.
1: Yeah, it's all that matters. Like Ash, the Cardinals, that's how we've won our last two World Series is by playing base, good baseball at the right time. And that's what you gotta be doing to get here. Uh, we'll have another hypothetical for you. I just thought of if you're down for it. I'm down. Just off the top, you don't have to give a great analysis on it, but how, how would you rank these four squads, okay, in likelihood to be back in the College World Series next year? Because, like, Ole Miss is going to be losing a decent amount of guys. You're going to lose Kevin Graham for sure. You're losing Elko, which is a huge loss, you know? AM's kind of that boat to an extent, too. I think I'd go Arkansas number one. I think they would be my top pick for that.
0: Yeah, because Arkansas is going to get a decent amount. They have some freshman arms who have impressed.
1: So has Ole Miss. Ole Miss has had freshman arms. Yeah, Hunter Elliott for sure will be a huge piece of that.
0: Absolutely. I think freshman arms have impressed for Ole Miss. Arkansas as well. Obviously, Stovall um, is is a big piece that will be back.
1: Robert Moore could potentially be back because we'll see where he gets I think it's all dependent on where he gets picked, obviously, but
0: yes, i Robert Moore
1: back would be huge,
0: I would probably go with Arkansas. I would probably go with Arkansas just because they have that, that pedigree that you're not really too concerned. I mean, they're the number one team in the country last year. And then they get to the college world series this year. They've just been a model consistent program. If I had to bet on one to get back to home, I'll probably be the Razorbacks.
1: It's fair. I think I go. I think I go Razorbacks. Ooh, I go Razorbacks. Hmm. I think. How many guys is Oklahoma losing? Because you're losing Peyton Graham for sure. Uh, Bennett's gone too, right? I believe so. Okay, those are two big pieces. Obviously, Cade uh, Horton's probably gone too. Is he not? He has he, to be. He'll, he'll be a draft yeah. pick. Yeah, of course. That was a silly question, honestly. But I mean, they're gonna
0: keep. I feel like obviously they're just gonna keep riding this hot streak. Um, but when we talk think about so? next, but oh, well, okay, just in general. But when we talk about next year, um, I wonder I might if be, they might can be fourth They
1: might be fourth
0: they've got so many redshirt seniors and just experience yeah. like Tanner Treadway. He's a redshirt senior, mm-hmm. uh, Peyton Graham. He's a draft eligible redshirt sophomore and likely first rounder. Yeah. Uh, that You got Jimmy Crooks. He's a redshirt sophomore. True. Um, and Blake Robertson, he's a redshirt sophomore. So uh, it, it'll be, it'll be interesting because I think uh, the arms are going to be the thing that that you have interest in, and it just really depends on who all comes back, where guys get drafted, uh, because some of those guys do have leverage being redshirt sophomores. Yeah.
1: I think okay, I'll give you my four. So I'm gonna go Arkansas at one. Old Miss and A&M are kind of a toss up a little bit to me. For me, I think I'm gonna get A&M the slight edge, just like like a sliver, like as close as you can get. I'm gonna go three Ole Miss, and then I'm gonna go four Oklahoma
0: i don't hate that at all i think think that's how i'm going with it those teams have been impressive this year it's really hard to project uh, and see uh what's gonna happen i know that oklahoma did get that big uh first team all pack 12 shortstop transfer i think that news came out today
1: yeah i saw it flash earlier Um, i didn't get a chance to look into it though unfortunately yeah i
0: think that uh for over from arizona state so i think uh that is going to be it's a good reload help. That's going to help Oklahoma. Like they're going to still have one of the best shortstops in the league, despite not having
1: Peyton Graham there. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. Like great, good teams. good. Teams get to the postseason. Great teams reload. to get back to it.
0: Certainly. I mean, it's just, it's a difference between a team and a program. And that's why if I had to bet on a program, probably bet on dave van horns just because he he's had that model of consistency uh, throughout his tenure as a coach yeah. and arguably one of the best coaches uh right up there with tim corbin that that that, that we've seen
1: yeah absolutely um I, like i'm running out of things to talk about but i have one last hypothetical for you one last so assuming that we're correct as as in arkansas it makes it back to the world series next year right do we think their fans shatter the record area set this year of jello shots at omaha
0: i don't know i i don't know if they do because they'd be back in familiar territory but doing it for a second time and the chance to potentially repeat if they do have success in the college world series in terms of winning it all this year i mean going back to back i mean drake said it first but it it can be it can be different (laughs)
1: If Arkansas wins the World Series next year, if this, let's just say this, this hypothetical happens, they, I would say they for sure obliterate the Jello shot record. They have to. They already beat it this year, but and they don't win it this year. And when they finally top and they get Davey that ring, I mean Jello shots for the whole town of Omaha. If you ask me,
0: I mean I Made, maybe shots, even
1: some for the Creighton freshman coming back in August. You know,
0: I'd say save them. Some. I'd say there'd be a lot. Um, of jello shots, i probably head back to Fayetteville as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Jello shots for everybody. That's why. We'll, we'll we'll do jello shots of Arkansas wins next year.
0: That's a long-term future. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That is very unlikely to happen just because we're not usually right um, when we make takes. That's okay. That's okay. We gotta you got to be hopeful, though. I can't say we. I'll say because you have been right about Ole Miss so far. So, like, part of me really wants to cheer for you. Uh, to, to be able to have success and pump your chest out. But I feel like you weren't bold enough. I mean, no, you were. You were going to put money on it heavy. But, like, you were very adamant about it once the College World Series started, and that's obviously credit to you. But I, I wonder if you can land a long-term hot take like that. That would be impressive.
1: It, it'd be pretty funny, honestly. And I do appreciate you. I have, been, like, Ole Miss has been making it look good right now. But I will say, in fairness, duality of man, I didn't have Ole Miss making it out of the regional. I had Miami winning that regional. Yeah. But, but ever since then, I've been rocking Ole Miss to an extent. But obviously, that's that's a lot easier because, I was obviously, I was wrong in the first place. So, it makes it a little less cool. But I'll take yeah. the praise. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, it's College baseball is the hardest thing to predict. The only thing you know is that an SEC team will be there, like we said at the top of the show. We're yep. just not sure uh, which one will ultimately be there.
1: A lot of the time, yes, sir, yes, sir. And I got two out of of oh my god, out of four for um our final four because I got Texas and Stanford wrong, which yeah, you know, shit happens.
0: Yeah, Texas and Stanford—they both uh did not
1: really play well. No, Alex how. Williams was like I think Alex Williams is a fantastic player. He's not take away from the great season you have, but he's just been rough lately. He has not been himself.
0: He did not perform in the postseason that well, and I think that definitely hurts Stanford having a battle when your ace doesn't perform well. It's hard to rebound from the loser's bracket a lot of the time because it's hard to win a game when your starting pitcher doesn't perform.
1: Yeah, and your ace. and like, uh, It's going to make my All-American pick for him look a little worse, but I'll stand by it.
0: He still had an incredible season, so yes, absolutely. I mean, he, he definitely uh, deserves credit in that regard. And I think that he obviously is an upper echelon arm in the nation. There's no doubt about it. But uh, it's it's tough, um, it's tough at this time of year. And uh, we've ultimately seen that. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what the future is going to hold for this College World Series final. Really lock into that. I hope the fans do as well and come back next week when we break that down. Um, and kind of uh, delve into a little bit more, tie a bow on this year of college baseball next week um, and get into uh, what we're going to be doing uh, throughout this summer. So you guys can stay locked in uh, to all things on the Midweek Podcast
1: absolutely guys stay tuned we got big things ahead
0: no doubt about it thanks for listening uh, like follow the show subscribe uh, rate give us a review um and help us grow this show thanks for listening once again uh, that was the midweek podcast and we'll talk to you again
1: next.